Hello, listeners of Jackie Just Chatters. This is your hostess, Jackie Lentz. This is my ongoing bonus mini-cast murder mystery serial. Each week brings a fresh letter in this cozy tale of murder. If you have not listened before, you are going to want to find letter number one and begin there. I hope you enjoy. To silence a scandalmonger, murder in an English village. Welcome to another installment of this audio drama. Play along as you step into the role of one Gwendolyn Armstrong, who is living in 1951 Oxford, England, and is in the final months of earning her bachelor's degree in history from St. Hugh's. Your post is full of regular letters from your Aunt Ivy and other occupants of the charming village of Upper Stock Green. On the surface, it seems a serene picture of stone cottages, beautiful green countrysides, and charitable neighbors. But underneath, in the darkness, a sinful world hides, and the shadow beats the heart of a murderer. By the time the last letter arrives, can you identify the killer? Previously, on To Silence a Scandalmonger, we learned that Aunt Ivy was dead, murdered by the poison Digitalis. While initially skeptical of foul play, Constable Freddy is now fully putting his efforts into unmasking the killer. Ivy had left the house to pick up a newspaper, and her faithful housekeeper, Mrs. Owens, also stepped out at the same time to run an errand, leaving the home front undefended. But did the threat really come from outside? Let's join this week's adventure, shall we? A letter to Gwen from Mrs. Owens. 21st of May, 1951. Rabbit Hill Cottage, Upper Stock Green, England. Hello, Gwendolen. I worry about how you are doing in Oxford. Those professors don't seem like very nice folks. I think they should have given you more time off to properly grieve your aunt's passing. But I will admit, I know nothing about how things are done in the hallowed halls of higher learning. I never finished secondary school myself, though I got along just fine and can't say I have any regrets about the matter. But you are a cleverer girl than myself, so I guess you know what you're doing. You handled the funeral very well. Your aunt would have been pleased with the turnout. I was glad to pitch in and help with the refreshments after the service. You seemed plum worn out. Thank you for keeping me on as the housekeeper. I will make sure the house is in the same tidy and good order that I did for your aunt whilst you were away. You can always count on Mrs Owens. Speaking of dependable, Mr Davies came by and made sure everything was settled in regards to the household accounts and such. He is such a gent. He told me to come and see him if I needed anything, anything at all, and that I should tell you the same. He is not only a steady sort of fellow, but rather handsome as well. I may not be young any longer, but I've got eyes. The house is currently spick and span, not a bit of dust to be found. I've begun the spring clean, Rabbit Hill Cottage is ready for you at a moment's notice in case you need a place to rest and get away from Oxford before those exams. The only difference between when I worked for your aunt and now for yourself is now I am locking doors. After what happened to your aunt, I must say I am fearful that someone might try and do the same to me. The constable came by and said that she was murdered right in her own home. To think of it, who could do such a thing and why? I know your aunt was perhaps a little fond of other people's affairs, but to be killed for it, it is too shocking. 
we aren't safe in our own beds anymore. What is the world coming to? I am a little worried they might come for me as well. What if I know whatever it is that she knew that got her done in and they try for me next? I won't sleep right until they're caught, that's for sure. So if you come for an unannounced visit, make sure you bring the key as I am locking the doors now. Another reason I write is this murder business. Now, I have known you since you were a little slip of a thing, but I want to make it clear to you that I had nothing to do with your aunt's death. There are some vicious tongues wagging in the village at the moment. Rumours saying that perhaps I did her in, given that I was out of the house and it was only her who had the poison. But it just isn't so. You have to believe me, Gwenny. I would never hurt Ivy. I will tell you exactly what I can remember. I have maybe left out a few details in my statement to the constable, but he is a man, and who can fully trust a man? Your aunt requested that I make the scones that morning to go with the fancy strawberry jam from the gastrols. I was bending over to remove them from the oven when I heard a snap and felt a pain in my back. I also felt a bit of a sag on the front of my chest, if you know what I mean. I was so embarrassed and I am full of shame as I write these things to you. But at least you are a woman and can understand these things. My brassiere strap had broken. Now, perhaps if I was a small woman, like your aunt, I could have done without such an item of clothing, but I cannot go without that kind of support. After I left the scones out to cool, I grabbed my coat and handbag and headed over to Clark's Ladies Goods to purchase a replacement. After that, I went over to the pub and got our usual order of sausages. I cannot say for certain how long I was out. My best guess is that it was close to 45 minutes or an hour. It was almost immediately after I returned that I saw your aunt on the floor in the dining room and I called the doctor. It was 10 o'clock at that time. I hope this puts your mind at ease over the, any thoughts of my guilt. I couldn't live with you thinking that I killed your aunt, even as a passing idea. If there is anything else you need from me, you just ask. Your aunt was very proud of you. She bragged about how her niece was going to have a degree in history to anyone who was around. I wanted you to know that. Look after yourself. Sincerely, Mrs Morgan Owens. Come back in a week for Gwen's next letter as we work closer to solving who silences a scandalmonger. Have any suspects, speculations, or insights? Head over to my Facebook author page and share your theories. You can find the link in the description. This podcast was written by Jackie Lentz, narrated by Jackie Lentz. Mrs. Owens, voiced by Louise Cauley. Mm-hmm.